Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sex Sales Podcast, podcast where a comedian talks to a relationship therapist about the way men and women relate to each other in the modern world. We have questions and subscriptions available, neilcolehatka.com slash podcasts. All revenue from those questions and subscriptions will go straight towards charity. I'm Neil, I'm the comedian. If you live in Sydney, I do a weekly show every Thursday. Check it out. Uh, subscribe to me on all forms of social media if you haven't already subscribe to this podcast eliza is at eliza joy wilson on instagram how you going good sorry i'm so distracted by (laughs) your cat sitting on this bag it's the cutest thing i've ever seen neil's got this little like tote bag just lying on the ground and it's it's so tiny but the cat always just likes to curl up and sit on it it's so cute i'm gonna cry (laughs) can i have a No. Oh, okay. Not quite. Maybe when I'm going away, you can babysit her. Can I? Yeah, sure. I don't know how she'll fare going into a new location, though. She'll love it. She will. Uh, she will be so happy. She you won't got, You got to feed her meat. You got to feed her animal products. I'll make that sacrifice. Do it for the pussy cat. <laughs> for the pussy. <laughs> and speaking of which, this episode, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about approaching women, but we're also going to talk about. Uh, Picking up on dating apps. Yes. We won't just talk about it from a male perspective there. We'll talk about it in general. Uh, But to start off with, we've actually got a question. So I've got a question from Shane. Uh, This is a a good question. relates to the topic we're going to talk about. So let's get straight into it. Okay. Shane says, I'm a 24-year-old dude and I'm borderline retarded when it comes to picking up signals that a girl may be interested in me at the best of times, namely when I'm actually having conversations with them. I say borderline because it's not like I haven't been in relationships before. I'm just terrible at gauging interest. At the worst of times, i.e. in clubs, bars, etc., I'm completely out of my depth. I'm not really familiar with what boundaries are when approaching girls. It's not a good sign. Uh, In a setting like that, and I'm terrified of testing them. Fair enough. You probably don't want to test them if, if you're not sure where <laughs> the boundary is. There's not something to test, bro. See what happens. <laughs> this is not a, a a curry that you're making where you can test the spice. This is, you could oh, go to wow, you could go that. to jail if you test the wrong boundaries. Uh, there have been moments when I thought there might be a bit of interest, but there wasn't any objective evidence. Open bracket things like going out of their way to dance closer to me, which I could be misinterpreting, or just things as simple as smiles thrown my way. Close bracket. Again, because of my aforementioned fear, I don't really know how to act in that environment. Obviously, can't just start conversations on the dance floor. Doesn't help that all of my mates are fucking terrible at it as well, so I can't (laughs) just pick it up by observing. If by chance a girl takes the initiative and starts grinding on me or some shit, I just want to just freeze up and don't know what to do. Anyway, to summarize, I guess my questions are, what kind of signals should a guy look out for to gauge if a girl is interested in him? Number two, what is the best way to act on them, particularly in a setting where you can't just start up slash continue a conversation or even just bluntly ask them out? Oh, Shane, you sound so cute. What a sweetheart. You kind of got like two different things there because he started saying, I don't know how to have a conversation. And then he ended with, I want to know how to do this without in a situation where I can't be having a conversation like dancing. Mm. So we should do like one of each maybe. Well, starting off with clubs, it's just a minefield. Don't even bother trying to pick up at a club. That's what I've found with my uh, three to four years of going to clubs. Especially the older you are, the less likely 
someone's going to kind of be into that, I think. Especially if it's a straight Look, if you've gone out with a group of people and you know some of the girls, I think that's a bit different. But if it's a stranger, I, I get where he's coming from because you can't – you can – misread so many signals at a club you know there are times where girls will just grind on you and dance yeah dance on you and and uh, or dance towards you yeah and all sorts of things yeah. and hell i'd be lying if i say that there wasn't awkward instances where i a girl was grinding on me or dancing near me and then i would put her hand on on a waist and she'd look at me don't touch me it was obviously well <laughs> yeah. that was actually i mean now that's harassment right so don't do that. Um, but <laughs> my the, the one thing I did learn at, at clubs, which is I think the safest bet, if you want to try to pick up someone at a club that you don't know at all, just be, be open and be flirty in your body language more than anything because mm. you can't hear anyone there. Put your hand out and just have an inviting look on your face, whether it's a smile or it's a cheeky Yeah, grin. don't be too creepy with no, the cheeky No, you don't grin. want to be too creepy <laughs> with it I either, like but just... Put your hand out so it's an invitation. Do, would you like to dance? And then yes. if they if they reciprocate, dance, but then still be reading the signals there. If it's just one little spin, yes. which is often what happens, one little spin, they go back to your friends. But then, you know, you might be smiling at it for the rest of the night, maybe go for another dance later. But all in all, my advice is just don't even bother at, at on dance floors where you can't hear anyone speak. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just it's too much of a minefield. Yeah, I agree. I love the idea of just reaching out your hand like so and then seeing if they take it. And I was, you know, someone like me when when Shane writes about um, girls smiling at him on the dance floor and whatever and how he can perceive that. Like I definitely, if I'm dancing, if someone's in front of me or near me, I just smile at them in general. But it's not in a flirtatious manner. And even when someone puts their hand out, there's a 90% chance I'm going to take it and dance for like 10 seconds, not in a like sexy way, but just like, I don't know, twirl around and then, like you said, go back to my friends. So I think the real sign is if they kind of stay near you and continue to dance with you and also be in it for the long haul. And I mean like <laughs> the long haul of a few songs kind of thing rather than just try and don't go straight into bump and grind as soon as she takes your hand, like be a little bit goofy, a little bit funny, cheeky, like kind of maintain some space and then get closer and closer if she's allowing it and seems comfortable. I think the easiest way to read some a, a woman's body language is it is difficult because a lot of girls, you know, we're conditioned to smile and be polite and some aren't comfortable to say fuck off because, you know, we've all had or a lot of us have had terrible experiences with, you know, men um, or people or reacting to that. Rejection's you never know how someone's going to react. So they may be smiling at you, but a way you can tell is when you step forward, which direction is she stepping in? Is she stepping back? Like even though she's smiling, is she kind of moving back still or is she moving forward towards you as well? I think that's always a really like key sign. But as Eliza said, a lot of the signs that you could be interpreting as a sexual interest could just be someone being polite. Yeah. And it's just too much of a minefield. Do not even... Yeah. Just don't bother trying to pick up on a dance floor, I think. Yeah. Because even looking back to when I did go out clubbing and things, the people that did pick up, I'm pretty sure it wasn't, it was very rarely just randoms. That does happen, Mm. but it's more likely you go there in a group of friends. Yeah. 
you remember you you know Jono from school or whatever or you know from yeah. this from another party there's all, already been a bit of flirting there to do that with a with a stranger it's just it's it's too much of a minefield don't even don't even bother if you've been listening to our podcast recently you know that things with neil haven't been too smooth but you know what is smooth my balls thanks to the first ever sponsor of our podcast manscaped when you're ethnic like me you need all the help you can get cleaning up the groin area so luckily manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer manscaped has just launched in australia and i bought my boyfriend the lawnmower 3.0 because i thought it was fitting because he's a landscaper and the battery life is crazy it lasts 90 minutes you can listen to this podcast have this running and then still have enough battery left over to give it a good shave the waterproof technology allows you to groom the shower and as a woman, this has my tick of approval because I hate seeing pubic hair in the sink. One of the coolest features is the LED light for a closer and more precise trim. And trust me, I need all the help I can get. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. Wish some of my toys could upgrade to that. It has a beautiful charging stand, all powered by USB. Get 20% off and free shipping using the code sexcells at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Make sure you use the code sexcells. It's in the description. It's in the comments. Get yours today. It smells so good. I can't. Literally, I don't know a single person that's hooked up with a stranger in a club. Even I haven't. Except from when I was like 14 and it wasn't club. It was like, remember that? Did you ever go to, what was it called? Love or Lavender Bay Dance? It no. used to be like a mini club for like under 18s in the North Shore that when I was in high school, we like, we'd all go to, but it was like really gross and really sleazy and weird. And all those, those underage dance parties where everyone hooked up with like seven people. Yes. And there was and all I these like signs. Like this one time I was leaning against the wall and I was like 14. And then this girl came up to me and she's like, don't lean against the wall unless you want to get fingered. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I didn't even Christ. kiss the boy. <laughs> and now they're all in the liberal party. That was party. the sign, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Don't um, lean up against, <laughs> against the wall unless you want to get fingered. Yeah, that's the signal. That's not the signal now, though. So don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't misinterpret that. And also don't finger anyone in a club. It's really gross. And Don't do that, yeah. Just. I've seen it happen. It's disgusting. Same. Same. <laughs> oh my god, it's so disturbing. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've gone to a nightclub. Sometimes you just see people getting a little bit like too into it, mm. and you're like, oh, everyone around them's looking at them a bit like, please. Stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, invite someone to the smoker section. Invite them to the bar. Uh, if 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 we're talking about just on the dance floor where the music is pounding and you can't talk. I just don't. I just don't see the point. That's a good idea, actually. Invite them to the bar. So can I get you a drink? See what she says. Yeah, yeah. Or like if the it's music's too loud, just be like, do you, you know, signal. Yeah. Do you want a drink or yeah. something? Yeah. Uh, That's good. But the one time it has that that in, invitation with the arm out. Yeah. Uh, I think that may have. Thinking back, that may have worked for me once or twice back in the day. Because then you do a bit of dancing, you might do a twirl, yeah. and then you see you, you do have to then in that moment gauge. Okay, is this person actually interested or not? Mm. It's just too much. It, it's just too much of a risk now. Don't even bother. Yeah, and it's hard to make conversation exactly. on the dance floor. It's so hard. Like I had one guy once come up to me and be like, "What's your sign?" 
it's, like, it's always awkward. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> it's like, what? Good music, yeah. What? what? Yeah, I was like, what sign where? And he's I can't like, hear you. star sign. And I was like, Scorpio. And he goes, fuck that. <laughs> Actually, thinking back, no, 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 this is one tip. Write a pickup line on your phone and then that's, that's, that's actually, save it as your background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> write it in your notes and then hey, you know something, something sweet as well. Like, Don't hey, the do music that. is super loud. I think you're really attractive. Yeah. Would you like to get a drink? And then <laughs> she's gonna think you have some sort of like. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Okay, Liza do doesn't condone that one. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That one worked for me once. I like your friend wife idea better than this. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, Neil's the Neil's the pro. Um, no, look at this shirt. Not. If you're if you're on YouTube, <laughs> look at this shirt because I knew we were talking about. He's got his picking up shirt so on. I'm peacocking right the here. The women can't resist. It's oh, true. God. Literally, I walked in. The first thing I said was, "I love your shirt." He, he's he knows. What can I say? It's the peacocking shirt. And then I had it on. I had a note on my phone saying, <laughs> "And bitch, I know." If you like my shirt, <laughs> let's get a drink. <laughs> It's actually, that's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Look, don't go to bars. Anyway, (laughs) I mean, sorry, don't go to nightclubs if you want to pick up. Yes. Um, So what else is there? He's also talking about just at bars and what else did he say? I can't start conversations on the dance floor. No one can. Don't worry about that. Yeah, ask her for a drink. And I think a big sign will be is if she says like, yeah, rum and coke, please, and then stays on the dance floor, it's a no. But if she goes, yeah, and comes with you. There's a potential. And then don't, once someone said no or said, I just want to be with my friends, just forget it. Don't pester her then. Yes, please, for the love of God. And also when you're talking about testing boundaries, I know you haven't, but don't don't grope. Like, do you know how many times I've actually literally had people just finger me as I'm walking past because they would grope under my skirt and like, it, like it's just filthy. I can't even, I've lost count of how many times. That's happened to me. So now I, if I go dancing, which I haven't in a while, but I literally don't wear skirts anymore. It's crazy. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Pretty, like, I'm going to turn around and be like, up. oh, that was really good. Let's get well, on to this. Well, if someone thinks testing the boundaries is like, yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to finger this stranger. <laughs> I'm she just testing the boundaries. Me. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So I think people get, you know, alcohol also, filled and. I think that, that, Join the Liberal Party. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, just... It's relevant. Just, it is relevant. So be careful of that because people are going to think you're a dickhead and also it's sexual assault. Um, but, you know, I think in, in Shane's um, case, he's talking more about when someone's, like, grinding, like, their ass on you, you and, like, they're literally on you, like, can you touch them back? I always think of really, like underrated erotic area to touch which isn't so sleazy at least to begin with is the lower back i think that's good i don't know if, uh, would, if she's already literally women... on you okay yeah I if mean. she's yeah, 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 yeah don't walk up to a girl and put your your hand on her back and whisper in her ear because she's gonna go like this that's me cringing if you can't see me on youtube like she's gonna f- find it creepy even if you're the nicest person ever if she is legitimately grinding on you yeah I mean, I would think, okay, now I would be okay putting my hands around someone's waist. If someone's legitimately grinding on you, I mean, then I don't think it's fair if I then put an arm on the waist and she's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? You were grinding your ass on my dick. Like, (laughs) come on then. You can't. (laughs) That's double standards. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, just place your hand on there, but don't hold her into place. I think that's the kind of key. If she's or if she's really already in that place, and it's not just she did a you know dropped it low on you and walked away. If she's been there for more than ten seconds, you can touch her and put your hands on her, I guess, but don't hold her and like unless stop baby steps. You know, start with a little hand on the lower back, then t- try the waist, and then if it's continuing on then you know whatever finger on the dance floor i don't care but no don't do that <laughs> do not in don't a public don't us. finger people in public but this is what like the rest of the world looks at australia and is like <laughs> that's what they do and they're not wrong <laughs> no fingering in public places please yes just for sensibility i don't care look just no every time you finger someone on a dance floor new rule you have to send me money yeah. So do what yeah. you want. <laughs> you can finger them if you wish. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's, uh, before we just get into approaching women and, and talking about uh, advice for people on social media apps, he's also just – it sounds like he's just saying he's, he's overall not good with interpreting signals and I think he's a lot like me and he's, he's, I mean, there's no objective evidence. You know? <laughs> so I'm look, cute. Looking for like the rational scientific – exact details of like all right this this is an indicator of interest yeah. this equals i can do this but that's not always how it works it's it is more not... in the moment emotional type yeah verbal non-verbal reading the cues um if you're talking about at a bar or or just a, a public place where you can actually speak to each other you can look at the basic indicators of interest you're maintaining eye contact what eliza has spoken about on previous podcasts you know flicking the hair back and showing the wrists things like that if someone's touching you know like you make a joke and they'll touch you on the shoulder those sorts of things good memory wow you, uh, you got those written down didn't you I after just, that podcast it just happens to me every time i go nature. out in public you know I just, <laughs> no <laughs> um the eye contact is a big one. Eye contact and smiling. Yes, you maintained know. eye contact. Again, that's not a, that's not just an invitation for consent or anything like yeah. that at all. Got to make that very clear. But it 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 may be an indicator of interest. Yes, and I I really stand by the the watch to see if she leans in, not just to hear you, but in general because. I I know that myself, you know, some people are really comfortable with people and other people aren't. I'm one of those people that are very comfortable with strangers and that's, you know, a good thing and a bad thing, obviously. And people could misinterpret me because if I saw you out and I never met you and you tried to say something to me, I'd probably hold your shoulder and be like, oh, what'd you say? Like kind of thing, smile at you. And they're like, fuck yeah. I mean, she touched me. She smiled. She made eye contact, like those kind of things. So don't like Neil said. Don't take that as the as the green light. But also, don't be afraid to just be upfront, Shane. If you're meeting these girls out randomly, what have you got to lose? The more rejections you can actually get under your belt, the less it's going to affect you. The more like going yeah. on. Yeah. So don't be afraid to say like, I think you know, I think you're funny, or I think you're really pretty, and can I grab your number? I'd love to take you for a coffee. And I really think that asking someone for a coffee when you're out at night is a really nice sign of like having good intentions and seeming coming across like a genuine person rather than like let's get a drink after this because she's going to think even if she wants a one-night stand, the pressure of that is going to turn her off. Yep. 
there you go yep. i didn't think of i didn't think of asking a girl for a coffee yeah it's while always on a night out. it's always a win it's always a win. that's a good point yeah. yeah i didn't think of that yeah um i was gonna say something else i've forgotten now so then you can do it in reverse if you see someone at daytime yeah that's right then be like i'd love to take you to dinner i'd love to take you for a drink one night this week that's that's always a little sneaky hack i reckon there you go yeah there you go um as eliza was saying just go for it i mean you you gotta eventually bite the bullet and yeah everyone hates rejection but everyone's also experienced it yeah it's not you know you're not a unique victim if you're getting rejected yeah so just cop it yeah at the end of the day and and you do become desensitized to it eventually and it's also just a general confidence and body language thing if you're very calm within yourself and confident mm. and secure that will come across and it sometimes it doesn't even matter what you say yeah if you just have the right cues if you hold your presence you hold your space that can be it for but Shane if you're like a a nervous um person and you're gonna find this really like uncomfortable in general my best advice is to go approach really confident girls because they'll be up front with you they'll be more willing to make kind of the first move like my my boyfriend the first three dates we went on he was so awkward and so shy I love that though it was killing me I loved it but um he did not make a move he didn't touch me and a lot of girls would be really turned off by that and be like uh no kind of like whatever but one of I think it was the second or third date we went on we were sitting next to each other and we went to the movies classic and we're watching horror or something and he I was waiting to see if like I put my arm here and I was like okay hold my hand like come on do something and he didn't he just like sat like so awkwardly still and so I just was like fuck it I reached out and touched him stroked his arm a little bit second I had kind of broken that touch barrier it was done like then he was super comfortable knowing that he could, you know, reciprocate mm. that and everything kind of went happy days from there. And to any women listening, that is, you know, there's nothing wrong with you making the first move yes. there and you oh, yeah. making the initial contact because a lot of guys, tell me if I'm wrong, when you say a lot of women will be turned off if a guy didn't make a move in yeah. three dates, uh, is it? Are they turned up because they think, well, he doesn't find me attractive. He doesn't want to make a move. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, every single human has an ego, and yeah. women in particular, we are so kind of driven in terms of romantic and intimacy. We're so driven by feeling the need to feel desired. Like, um, so if he, if we're thinking you don't want me or whatever. They're not going to be turned off by the fact that, oh, you won't touch me, you're a frigid. They're going to be turned off being like, he doesn't want me, so then I don't want him kind of thing. Yeah. Well, in in those situations, you know, the guy probably does want, if if it's the third date, second, third, fourth date, and he's initiating that, he probably does want to. Uh, There's just a lot of shy people out there. I'm not going to say shy guys. Yeah. Um, And it can be very intimidating to make that move yeah especially if you've been rejected previously and uh you you know it's probably it's better to err on the side of caution in with everything going on Mm. with the conversation about consent now Mm. uh the last thing we want to do is come across as a creep that's it and if the woman does make a move it yeah might not be as romantic and attractive but Mm it will almost certainly then 
result in the man then reciprocating exactly that. you know she doesn't have to climb on top of you and just you know have sex with you there and then but at least it's kind of giving those signs that this is what i accept this is comfortable for me you can touch me like you can put your arm on my knee or whatever like mm. stroke my hand and care um so shane i would recommend if you if you don't have game Use it to your advantage. It can be really endearing to some people and be upfront quicker earlier about like, can I take you for a coffee or can I take you for a drink rather than relying on like this kind of flirtatious, charming banter that's going to seduce her because chances are if you're an awkward and inexperienced person, it's not going to work out that way. So work with what you've got and use that as your, as your, your strengths. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, practice makes perfect. Yeah. With all of these, uh, you know, I compared to when I was eighteen, I was very, very awkward, and and I still am awkward in many situations. How did but, you pull the first girl that you got with? Uh, like made out with, or had sex with? Well, how old were you when you first made out? Pretty, with I was like seventeen. Okay, let's yeah. say made out with. She uh, this, mounted you. <laughs> she did everything. I did nothing. And and in this day and age, if the I don't want to be that guy, but like if the genders were re- reversed, I'm glad she did it though because I was so nervous. Yeah. I would never have been able to do it myself. We were at a yeah. party. I we were both. I was so drunk. She grabbed me and just shoved her tongue in my mouth. Cute. Yeah, no, <laughs> romantic. If a guy did that, that's assault. <laughs> but um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I didn't. That was my first kiss. I didn't want that to be my first kiss. But then again, it, I was so nervous and awkward that. I'm glad she did that, to be honest. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. think I would have been able to do it. Um, but then once you get over that first hurdle, then I felt a bit more comfortable. Um, it took me a while to uh, do it when I wasn't sober. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, just practice eventually. And then you just got to, yeah, it is very scary sometimes, especially yeah. when you're really nervous because if you, if you really like the girl and, uh, the last thing you want is the rejection then. Like, oh, yeah. that's just debilitating. So, you know, you're, and then because of that pressure, you often come across very nervous. And and then you can, sh- people that are nervous, especially him when he says, Shane says he's shot down and someone's grinding on him, you're going to come across as disinterested. Yeah. 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 So. Um, what about when you first got laid? Again, it was like I, she took a lot of the lead. Because I was 19, she was 22. Yeah. A lot more, and more, well, I was a virgin. She was more experienced. Mm-hmm. And uh, she uh, invited me to a, she saw me at a comedy gig, actually. Um, and then she was trying to talk to me afterwards. And I thought she was really hot, but I was just so awkward. Aww. And then she came to another one. She just happened to, just, it wasn't because of, maybe it was because of me. I don't know. She didn't tell me. And then um, she, I think I got a number or something, and then I went to a house party she was at that weekend. And house party, Classic. yeah, and then yeah, I know, right? And then um, she. Uh, Which location of took, the house was this? I don't Did know. We didn't have oh, sex okay. at the house party. <laughs> okay, good. And then nice. she took me back to her apartment. Oh, yeah, cute. and then she's like, "Are you a virgin?" I was like, "No." <laughs> Then by the end of it, you, you could tell. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> so look, in a weird, weird way, I was almost lucky because like both of those situations, it was the girl actually taking the lead more. But yeah. I'm glad that happened because I yeah. would, was so awkward. Yeah. It would have been debilitating for me. Um, 
I, I, a lot of people don't agree with this, but I, if you get to the point where you're really awkward and it's such a monkey on your back, especially if you're a virgin and you, you get to your mid twenties, something you really want, something you're super insecure about. There's no shame in going to a sex worker. Yeah. There really isn't. Just, yeah. just do it. It's yeah. not. I, I understand where you think, oh, this is so undignified, and I have to resort to paying for it. But really, you don't have to at tell the end anyone. of the day, on a one night yeah. stand, you're kind of, you yeah. know, is that dignified? I mean, like, yeah, let's be true. honest. And if you go on a date, you're often, whether it's fifty fifty or you may even be paying for everything, you're probably spending just as much money anyway. Yeah. Look, my recommendation <laughs> there would be is to be a little bit researched on it. So like, for example, if you go to a brothel, she's not going to kiss you and it's very, very clinical. So it'll be like, you sit down, she'll be like, remove your pants, put this condom on, wipe yourself down. Like it's going to be very cold and that could be really off-putting. But if you hire an escort, which is going to be, you know, the difference between $250 and $800 or something. An escort is going to give you that girlfriend experience. She's going to laugh at all your jokes. She's going to make all the moves. She's going to touch your knees. She's going to be flirty. She's going to want to go on a date or go to your house and hang out with you kind of thing. So there's a difference between those two. Um, Just bear that in mind because I know a lot of people will be like, I went to a brothel and literally traumatized myself or That's, couldn't yeah. get it up because she was he was like i felt like she hated me she was so angry she was a 45 year old woman like <laughs> kind of thing so it's very uh yeah. it feels like a business meeting yes <laughs> exactly yeah yeah so just um and also you know with with being um there's almost no difference between being a virgin and ha- and being with someone that or being with a virgin and being with someone that hasn't had sex in years. And like the girls and I always say when when you've with someone for the first time or they haven't had sex in ages, they're either going to, you know, uh, finish really fast or not finish at all or take forever. Or third option, not be able to get out because of nerves. If you finish fast, a lot of girls are super flattered by that and find that really like, oh my God, I'm so hot. Look how quick I made him come, even though that's not the reason. If you finish long, if you take forever to come, then you look like you, you've got a lot of stamina. And if you can't get it up, the right most girls are pretty understanding of that. Like sometimes it just happens and they'll be like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost never because of the girl. Yeah. It's because your own anxiety things going on in your head yeah. or substances or whatever. Yeah. Or whiskey porn. dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, whiskey dick, weed dick, coke dick, all of it. Dick. <laughs> just dick <laughs> in general. Um, Not to just assume <laughs> that you're a virgin, Shane. <laughs> just realize no, how that's it's been in relationships. Come across, um, but yeah. All right. I think we've, uh, I think we have answered that question picking up in a club (laughs) yeah picking up in a and then also just general general. indicators of interest Mm. that's the that's the pickup term isn't it ios yeah wait what (laughs) no ioi's indicators of interest how have i never heard of this shit all right yeah yeah they might get like a reconnaissance mission (laughs) the ioi's and negs don't read up any i know neil and i disagree on this so much but don't read up on the on the on the game or pick up kind of art, art artistry now because so many girls are now aware of it they've read it they know all about it and That's a lot true, of women actually. perceive this as coercive manipulative and 
basically sexual harassment or sexual assault because not every single pickup artist will encourage this but a lot of pickup artistry is about being persistent and you know it's the chase it's the game and a woman is like if I'm not showing you interest and I'm saying no don't you know persist in in trying to win me over that's considered you know coercive whatever so yeah that's true I, I wouldn't say just jump right into pickup artistry and there's yeah. a, some pretty bad pickup artistry out there yeah. But um, I think reading the game is worthwhile. doesn't mean you have to go out and employ all those. I mean, even tactics is not the right word because I, I really think if, you, if you're making, if you're teaching men to not be as nervous and to be confident around yeah. women and to, you're giving them a good time as well. Yeah. But yeah, obviously there's a, there's a balance there and there's a limit to that. But uh, let's talk about apps. Yeah. Some people who are struggling to, uh, first of all, struggling to get matches on apps, but then also mm-hmm. then once you get the match, what do you do? Yes. This is um. How do you start the conversation? Blah blah blah. I get so many messages from people that listen to this podcast about this. Like at least a few a week on how do I a few a week? Yeah, about specifically Gosh. like Tinder and it being so unfair and mismatched and this and that. And I I'm just like, okay, we need to discuss this because I can't rewrite the same answer forty seven times when there's so much to kind of Yeah go into. So I think let's let's start with the actual profile in general. Yeah. Gotta have more than two pictures least and your face has to be in it and your picture you know with the girls are going to be looking at your pictures very closely and you know a lot of women talk shit about men that hold the fish (laughs) but i feel bad because men that hold the fish is probably the only photo that they have where they can openly say to their mate hey take a photo of me look i got a fish like that may be the only circumstance that these guys have ever had someone can take a photo of them smiling so that's why they upload it they probably like fishing and they like fishing you know i don't but (laughs) whatever um so you know don't be afraid to ask tell your mate like i've got guy friends and i literally and i know that they're single so i will take the initiative and be like we're taking a tinder photo for you today so wear this or we're going here and I'll take the photos for them and be like, upload this That's one, nice. upload that one. And I had one mate, um, well, he was my housemate and he, I took a, this amazing photo, if I say so myself, of him at the beach and he had his guitar and because he actually, that was, it was totally candid. He brings his guitar everywhere and there was a little like two-year-old dancing, this little girl, I took a photo and I was like, this is going to melt every single person's heart in New South Wales. And he was like, no, 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 I'm not uploading this, no way. And then I posted that photo in our group chat, which has like, I don't know, 11 or 12 girls. And every single girl was like, oh, my God, so cute. You look so good, so handsome. So trust the female's opinion, I think. But did it get him matches? Hell, yeah, he's got a girl now. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, um, oh, wait, no, just kidding. Actually, his his girlfriend was um it's a mutual friend but it got him matches he was doing pretty well on um wait wait wait, wait. So is it his girlfriend or a friend no he got a girlfriend uh-huh. but not from an app oh, yeah, but prior yeah. to getting his girlfriend he was getting matches and okay. we'd always go through them together and whatever it was really fun um so definitely a photo where you don't look super serious and um you know inject some humor into your into your Tinder buys. I always loved 
Tinder bios that had something humorous. I made mine funny and every single guy, like literally I would get hundreds and hundreds of people being like best Tinder bio I've ever seen, funniest Tinder bio. And it was a good icebreaker. So um, definitely do that and don't be like sports, beer, travel. And I know girls do the same, like walking, beach, dogs. Dogs. Wine. Food. Just yeah. want someone to buy me food or yeah. looking for my next mistake. Bring me a burrito. <laughs> yes, super no like one that. under six <laughs> foot. Yeah. Um, oh, that was creepy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. There's a, there's a few girls out there that are like, oh, just looking for someone to ruin my life again or like <laughs> looking for my next mistake. I mean. Oh, my type. No. <laughs> <laughs> daddy issues. Girls with daddy issues. You men love them, but then you hate them. So then we'll get into yep. that in the next podcast, I think. Yep. And then so they break your heart. Stay yep. tuned so, <laughs> on that one. Yeah. I I um I said this on the Neil and Jordan podcast as well. Where it, 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 what do you actually want first from online dating? Are you looking for a girlfriend or are you looking for fun? And I think you should change your profile based on what you're looking for. So if you're looking for a bit more fun or one night stand, or which I think a lot of people on Tinder are, a lot of guys on Tinder mm-hmm. are, I would recommend putting out a, a profile that not clearly states it, right? But yeah. insinu- but you know, implies it. Maybe a bit funnier and a bit a bit more banter in yes. the bio. Maybe uh, look, I if you've got the body, flaunt it. Like I don't. If it's like an egregious mirror selfie, maybe don't do that. But definitely. Um, Unless it's kind of funny look, in some way. Look, if you look really good, I don't see why you shouldn't uh, put well, it out there. Neil, you're not the one going and hooking up with these guys yeah, with the six well, packs. I am, so don't no, do it. That's true, but like I do get matches, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen yours though, and you you had a funny twist on it. You like referenced it or something in yeah, your exactly. bio. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's different. So I got a shirtless photo, but then I've got a caption saying like insert fuckboy caption or something yeah cringy fuckboy caption yeah yeah so i'm clearly self-aware i think do it that way (laughs) i don't know i I don't i like it sounds like i'm being an asshole here or whatever but i actually love that idea of having depending on what you're looking for like if you're looking for a romantic put something kind of genuine and not like sweet like looking for the one but Mm. something that's a bit like can still be funny but kind of cute and nice Um, yeah and then if you're looking for a hookup just pure banter but I yes. also, on that, and um, I'm curious what you think about this. I think that you should not discuss whether or not you're after just a casual thing or a um, romantic partner before you meet them. No. I think you should see them in person and then have those discussions because I've had, you know, I've been a little mm. Tinder hoe in my days and – I've been around that block a few too many times, but if someone, even if I am intending a one night stand or whatever, if someone said to me, I'm only after something, you know, casual or one night thing, nah, bye. Even though that's what I want. Okay, that's very true. Yeah. But uh, when I'm in person and we're vibing, we're getting along, and I'm like, what do you want? He's like, something casual. I'm like, fuck yeah, same. Then it's totally different. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I, I would say, yeah, don't come out straight away being like, hey, just so you know, I want something casual. Mm. That will, Even if the girl does want something casual, it, it just, yeah, she'll get turned off by it. But uh, maybe if you have been talking for a while, or if you've then moved on to Instagram or Facebook, I often will. I'll, I'll I'll put it out there like, hey, what are you looking for or something like yeah. that just because I want to gauge, all right, I don't want to lead you on and message yeah, you for weeks good. and then yeah. 
and then say, oh, by the way, I didn't want anything serious. Yeah, I so think that's good. So I'd rather actually just not – a lot of things with flirting and dating, you never have to, like, overtly say anything, right? You always yeah. have to sort of imply things. Yes. So, like, with the Tinder bar, you imply this is what I'm looking yes. for. You don't just stay, say it. Um, don't say looking for fun. Or what's that other one they always say? Looking for a – Looking for a good time. Not a long time. Not a long time. Yeah, oh do my that. god! Do just fucking don't, mate. That's the that's the worst, literally. And that and saying, yeah, we get it. You like dogs. Don't put that in your <laughs> Tinder bio either. Right, that's funny. Though. It's that's, true. It's funny. Won't re- result in matches, but I appreciate. It's fucking true. But let me tell you, I've had a man lure me in with a disabled dog in a wheelchair and it turned out to be an absolute lie. So Lure you in. Did I, I think I might have talked about this once, but I matched with this guy and he, this is when I was living in Manly and he was working nearby and one of his profile pictures was a dog, like a sausage dog, and it, <laughs> it was in a wheelchair. And so I was like instantly... Oh my god, this dog's in a wheelchair. That's so cute and sad. Can I meet the dog? I know what a cliche. And he was like, "Of course you can." Like we set up a dog day because um my dog was living with me, and I was a like, "Let's meet up this Saturday." And he's like, "Yeah, we'll go for coffee. So we'll white. bring our dogs, but it has to be flat because my dog's <laughs> in a wheelchair." So we had this date all set up right, and then he was like, uh, "That was on Tuesday, and we set it up for Saturday." And then on like Wednesday or Thursday, he's like, "Let's hang out tonight or tomorrow night." Um, I don't. I won't have the dog with me. I'll just come after work or something. And I was like, no, let's just wait to Saturday. We've already got a plan. And he was really pushing for like an evening. Like, no, 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 I'll come. And I was like, maybe, but like we've already got a pl- date planned. I'm kind of busy. And he's like, um, pushing, pushing. So I sent it to a guy friend of mine who was like my best mate at the time. And I was like, what do you think of this? And he just goes, Eliza, you dumbass!" And then sent me a screenshot of him Googling dog in wheelchair. Oh. And it was the first picture. <laughs> so I sent it to this guy and um, was like, what's going on here? I see that your dog is not actually um, – yours he's all over google images and he was like oh look Damn. he made the local news because he was hit by a car so that's why he's like oh, so he's you know his photos there and he's i was still- like that's so weird because i read an article and he works in a hospital in california and then he, <laughs> <laughs> he was like fuck anyway we ended up having the biggest fight about this i don't know why i, I even engaged in it we had the biggest like online argument and i was like can you not- he admit that he was lying? yeah he admitted he was lying and he was like so what i just wanted to fuck and then i went off being like is your personality <laughs> that Christ. shit you have to make up a lie about you know a dog in a wheelchair and so after we were fighting for three hours and he was calling me he's like you're a fucking c-u-n-t like you bitch whatever afterwards he goes so are we gonna fuck or what and i was like what in your what are you taking like what are you smoking mate because i don't know what makes you think that and he goes well, you're fucking crazy, so I assume you'd be a good fuck. And I was like, oh. Anyway, so, so two years. This guy's you- gone from being a sweet, yeah, and he was you know, so caring sweet. guy that takes care yeah. of a disabled dog to being a. Total fuckboy. Anyway, two years later, I was swiping on my friend's Tinder and I saw him with the same <laughs> fucking dog. Just assume every guy. Okay, look. <laughs> so I went off on him guys are always on my sweet friend's to Tinder. <laughs> and he's like, fuck this bitch again. <laughs> But um, I just couldn't believe it. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty 
horrible. Get the RSPCA involved there. That's <laughs> not good. I should have just sent it to his house. But so if you're listening to this, fuck you. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty full on. But do you know what? I think there is a key to approaching women in chat. Let me know your thoughts on this. I think that it should be... You get it's you got to get her in the prime time. So maybe like nine o'clock, I think, is a really good time because yeah, you can that, get man. into a deep conversation and she's not going to head off to bed in that moment. Like guys always like, I want to go like 11 p.m. or whatever. But no, I go to bed before 11. But I think that the best way for a woman to become interested in you is not to have, you know, messages here and there for a few days. It's to get into like this initial, your first conversation, have like this like crazy intense or like banter or deep and meaningful whatever for like an hour where you're just going back and forth and then afterwards you can message her oops over the next you know a few days sporadically but the initial conversation I think needs to be you need to keep her engaged in it because when you're messaging me at 9 p.m as a girl on tinder I also have at least 34 other men messaging me at the same time so if I can get looped into a conversation 34 at least as a girl, it's easy. You can get like yeah, but you, I posted a highlight of you saying that. And then I, I got a few girls messaging, being like, that "Doesn't apply to me." Do you know what it is though? I think it was that I was I was getting I was very popular on Tinder because my profile showed that I had a sense of humor, and everyone was commenting on it. Like I said before, like I just get hundreds of messages about it. So my friend is so beautiful and so attractive and sexy. You sure it her- was a sense of humor? <laughs> just my tits like no. <laughs> no i mean i'm not even implying that but i just <laughs> no honestly is the sense of because humor? my friend and i'll show you photos actually i've sh- I show i've sent you photos of her before so you may remember her when you were seeking people for a oh, yeah, secret yeah. Oh, project that makes it sound so creepy <laughs> it was for a tv show okay yeah. i wasn't sure yeah. if we could say that yeah. <laughs> not some secret orgy or cult <laughs> thing <laughs> Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so she's super, super attractive and blonde, sexy Russian. What? She doesn't get many. No, because she doesn't put, you know, or she does now, but she hadn't put anything on like her bio. So she get matches here and yeah, there. Yeah, Whereas I, I would be getting 20, 30, 40 super likes a day. Plus all the other matches because people are like, fuck, you're so funny. Whatever. 20 super likes yeah. a day. Damn. Yeah. You're killing the Tinder game, Eliza. So I know. I was a Tinder little, I was, that was a bad dark time of my life <laughs> that's always whenever girls were on tinder it's like it was a bad time it was Those i had so like, many yeah, shit. No, that was fucking fun um, yeah. yeah yeah i guess if i'm if i'm gonna put out uh advice for women on tinder look i don't there's not look men are very visual and basically swipe yes to 90 percent of women exactly. on there so if it's more about okay he's swipe right on me and then he's ghosted me or he's not he's uh what is it called where it's you see their stories and then you don't actually ever? Oh, yeah, just seeing. Well, look, that's, that's the world we live in. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how to how to um, take initiative, you know, message. the If, yeah. if he stopped messaging, maybe message him once or twice, just being like, hey, what's up? Nothing wrong with being direct. Like, do you, are you into me or not? Yeah. I don't know. The older I get, the more I just, I just am so direct. Yeah. Like, hey, when are you, you free want for this a drink? dick or not? No, I don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Okay, don't, don't. Okay, I'm not a. Okay, l- let me just. I don't know what the secret to Tinder or anything is, and I'm sure having an online profile is like why I get ninety percent of my matches anyway. So it's hard yeah. for me to be like, do this, do that. Yeah. Um, but 
I uh, do put, you know, I I think I do have decent photos on there and I, I mix it up like somewhere I'm smiling, somewhere I'm a bit modely. Oh. Um, got one with the cat. Yes, that's of course. Got to have one with a cat. I got one with um a halal snack pack. A lot of girls comment on that. They're like, <laughs> "Oh, what's your favorite?" Yeah, have some because so many like just buy me food. Have a photo with some food. Yeah, in there. food's good because a lot of women are really shit with icebreakers and they don't want to message first, which I hate. But when you put some food, cat or baby or old dog or baby related. That gives them a really good way to kind of actually send an initial message. Yeah. And I think having a variety of photos in different situations, you know, one in a suit at a at a nice formal event. Yeah. Smiling with the boys yeah. or, you know, with yeah. the with the friends. Then one with a dog in a bit more casual attire. Put the dog in a suit. <laughs> Put the dog in a suit. Sure, why not? Maybe maybe one if you got a good rig. Put one at, at the beach smiling. So it's like, oh, I didn't plan this shirtless photo, but here it is. Mm, yeah, uh, but, maybe. Um, and then maybe some photos showing what you do. You know, if you're um, uh, if, if you're studying uh, whatever it is, you're st- if you're studying medicine, I don't know, photo in a lab. Co- it's just something a bit interesting. I put just- a photo once of me holding my um, – like, fish? No. <laughs> <laughs> my um like certificate of being a sex certified sexologist well, but that's that was why you got so many no, I took no that down. You got so many I took matches. that down so fast yeah, <laughs> to that. Of course you get matches from that. It was funny. But um that was I think I talked about this before. That was when everyone was like, hmm, okay, let me tell you my very obscure fetish that I have and can you please tell me if this is normal or not. So that was interesting for me. Fun time. Um, and then more, I mean, for girls, again, like, <laughs> they're going to swipe. Girls don't. you got a decent photo. We'll swipe right. Actually, it's, what do you think matter. of girls that only have, like, selfies? Because I would find that it's, I'd be turned off by that, but I'm not a male. So. No, because now there's a lot of bots on Tinder. If it was all just selfies mm. and there's no bio, I would think fake profile. Ah, oh, interesting. So I wouldn't swipe right. Right. Probably would. <laughs> but <laughs> I'd be to, like, that's probably a fake profile. Just but to give might, it a shot. I might swipe right anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But also, now this is, have, if you are a girl, uh, uh, this, you probably won't like hearing this, but look, if it's all just photos of your face, we then are not sure, like, all right, well, what do you yeah. look like fully, you know? And that's not, I know that's probably not nice to hear, but look, if you're talking about what men are looking for, yeah, that's what I do. If I if I only just see photos of the girl's face, well, I just don't know. It it, may, it also is like, are you you know, are you insecure? Like what? Yeah, is going you want to like, know. You want to know someone's going like, to be attracted to you fully. I actually, a lot of people find this uncomfortable, but I do support that. Like, I want people to know. Yeah, I'm a curvy woman. Like, if you're not into that, that's cool. But you're gonna know. Exactly. Like, exactly. Don't like fake it and don't yeah. don't look, alter your body, lie, but just yeah leave that out yeah yeah in the same way um i guess if you are a bigger guy as well i'd put just put a full body photo yeah. let, let people know exactly it, confidence is always the most attractive thing yeah. so um you know if, if a guy is looking for more fun and and casual encounters more flirty the more sexual the girl is that's often a turn on yeah probably even for some long term you probably get turned yeah. on by that as well um, yeah. I 
like I said, I, I tend to then not spend too long on the apps and say, hey, what's your Instagram or what's your Facebook or what's your number? Mm. Just because then it's it's an escalation. It's okay, this guy's serious. Mm. I don't know actually yeah, what I think the perspective that's good. is, but Get I'm it just, off the app. you know, let's let's move things on. And have, that, on, have that deep conversation I was telling about off the app because when that was happening, once I had gone from someone to Instagram, right, almost somewhat within a few minutes of talking and then we're in this – having this, I don't know, back and forth banter there. I don't go back onto Tinder to look at my other messages because I'm like engrossed in this chat. So I think that's actually a good a good little technique. And my mate, she's really, really big on um on voice messages. And Ooh. I always thought that was so weird until she'd show me messages that guys would send her and I thought it was so good because you could see that if you're confident, you can see their personality. So he'd be like, oh, hey, Annie, how you going? It's Bryce. Like, just just feeding my cat right now. Hope you're well, whatever. And it's like you're leaving a voicemail almost or something. Mm. Um, and some of them were super funny, but I really liked that because you can almost instantly pick their personality, pick their vibe, see if you're going to kind of like – connect or something and a guy did that to me once and he was so like very serious and by the book kind of rigid and i was like this isn't gonna work we're not gonna write but when we were messaging Mm -hmm. i was we were having so much banter but i was like fuck it i'll go see him anyway and no we didn't connect so i was like if i just kind of followed my intuition when i had got that voice message but so that's an Mm -hmm. interesting one i wouldn't recommend it for everyone but you know it's it's it is a kind of good way and also with you know women in particular and I guess everyone as humans we like to have our ego stroked and what I found when I was dating women for a period and I was on the I like to have a lot of things stroked yeah Sorry, that's that's true uh sex sells at manscaper <laughs> <laughs> manscaped look <laughs> stroke it well it's smooth <laughs> no um but when I was seeking women and they would message me, the, the vast difference in the way that women converse with me compared to a lot of men makes me understand why, you know, how how women work. Because when I would match with a girl, she'd be like, oh, you know, a guy would be like, what do you do for work? And I'll be like, oh, you know, I work as a therapist, a family therapist with um, families and children in foster care and the system, blah, blah, And guys would be like, yeah, cool. I work in finance or whatever. And you'd say it to a girl and she would be like, wow, that's so beautiful that you do that. That's such an amazing and fulfilling role. Like, how do you find that kind of thing? Showing genuine interest and intrigue into something is very appealing to a woman and I'm not saying men don't do this like you do that all the time just generally in in your conversations or when we're messaging on Instagram and stuff like you're always like how's this what's going on here I, for some people they're just natural but I think I have I genuinely think I have like a female brain <laughs> no, I really because I do all those personality tests. It's all like I think I have a male brain. Honestly, like I do all the. I'm very, you know, I'm obsessed with working out and whatever. Maybe we need to be but, the friend wives. And I got a beard, but I think I have a female brain. <laughs> no, because it's interesting. Like I want to, yeah. If I'm, if you're telling me about your career and yeah. what you do, I want to. I don't just want to know what you do and why do you do it. Yes. What What is it about it that is interesting? Yeah. That just seems. Some people just intuitive to me. Yeah, you would think it is, but a lot of people just don't have these kind of 
conversational skills. Like I have a mate and bless her soul, she's so beautiful. And we've been friends since our childhood, but she has basically never, ever asked me a question ever because she doesn't know she's an introverted person and she's a bit awkward. So she doesn't know how to yeah, yeah, make conversation with people. And it's not because she's self-centered or, or it's like, just talk about me, but it's the only thing she's comfortable with is being like, Oh, I did this today and I'm, I'm doing this and I'll ask her and she'll answer questions, you know, thoroughly, but to her to ask someone, she finds it so awkward. Mm. So you got to just practice because people love talking about themselves. They love it. They love talking about themselves <laughs> oh, yeah. and they love hearing their name. Even when you write it out, that's my like one of my flirting tricks, always say their name. They fucking love it. And yep. women love that too. Yep. Even if you just type it, Eliza, Especially what's up? Especially in what's certain good? contexts. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely love the name being said, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to add uh, when it comes to, I know people don't like this advice because it's sort of divulging from the topic at hand, but um, when it comes to being attractive as a, as a man or a woman, I don't think this is unique to men, but if you just focused on like, how can I get girls to like me? How can I get men to like me? You're missing the bigger picture there. Mm-hmm. It's often the less you force it, the more you actually work on yourself. It's such a cliche. But that will then just have the effect of you becoming more attractive. Literally, okay. You start. Yeah. You you get a uh, get a good physical hobby. Okay, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to go to the gym every day and get absolutely jacked. But if you're if you're doing martial arts, if you're hiking, if you're rock climbing, whatever it may be, if you're doing that two three times a week, you're going to get fitter and stronger anyway. Um, wear decent clothes. All right, this is not hard because the men in Australia generally are not fashionable. <laughs> I love unfashionable men. It's like my thing. <laughs> I love men that no, don't, look, don't that are dressed like dorky. If you <laughs> maybe there's she's she's this one percent that <laughs> yeah, true. likes unfashionable men, okay? But likes unfashionable shy I'm, men that don't <laughs> that are awkward as fuck and can't right. talk to women. Um, it's my type. Shane. <laughs> and again, you don't have to similarly you don't in the same way you don't have to be this you don't have to be the rock, okay? You don't have to be some fashion icon either. You just have to wear, like, well-fit. Go to Target. It doesn't matter as long as it's well-fitted. That's the main thing. Go to a tailor and just get it well-fitted. It costs, like, $20 extra. It's not going to be much. Get, like, a few good casual outfits, a few good formal outfits, yeah. and then figure out One your own style. One pair of skinny jeans, not too tight, and I highly recommend to me... The most attractive clothing. If I'm gonna be like put on my girl, typical 99% of girls, I industry has the best linen shirts, like those baggy button-up shirts. I love, and I love the industry <laughs> men's jumpers. Oh, what is it with their jumpers? Just the way they fit. They're so simple. They're like not like knit, but they're just kind of like crew neck. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Simple colors like navy, sage. Those linen Grays. shirts are nice. They feel nice as well. Yes. There's not like the ones that you get at y- like YD and Tarakash that no, are that different, no, that's different gross. material. And it's like ethnics like me wear them. Yeah. And just <laughs> that are way too tight. <laughs> Don't do that. Go baggy. Baggy is in. Like with those button-up shirts. I agree. Yeah. But, yeah, right well, yeah. <laughs> but also find your own style. Like some guys look better in, in your suits and your formal attire have a very well-groomed 1950s haircut. That's cool. Yeah. But don't just follow. Fashion is actually quite important. Um, 
figure out what it is that you like. I really like that kind of. It's a bit popular now with a lot of the male actors of that kind of uh, rough without looking like a lumberjack, but then a lot of bracelets. <laughs> you know that like Chris Hemsworth does yes. that look of that kind of like tight, muscly shirts the and then a bunch of braces. Well, that is my. You look at any podcast. I'm either wearing like this, an unbuttoned shirt, or a, like a, not a full on muscle shirt. He's but like, a right, I'm, I'm doing my picking up podcast. I just put shirt. my bracelets on. <laughs> Yeah, I always have them. Cute. Um, that's my look. I like it. Yeah. Uh, it's a popular one. And then, yeah, jeans and boots. It's a very – it's a common yeah. look now. You know, I rate it. Do you Are you watching Maths? Married yeah, but I'm a bit behind. But Brett, yeah. Brett. Oh, love him. Which one's he? The one with the moustache and he's paired with Booker. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, my God. Everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, See, everyone. Women do like Women do him. like him. And he's the one that's socially awkward, a little bit shy and goofy, and he's got this okay. kind of alternative fashion. Yeah, but they like him as a marriage. No, you know, they like a, him as a... That's true. They would like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of a guy always gets a lot of it. That kind of fun-loving, relaxed, yeah, humorous... Kind of a bit cheeky, not actually super good looking. Sometimes if you're yeah. super good looking, it's, it can actually be intimidating. Well, it depends, but yeah. it can be very intimidating. Yeah. So, in fact, you know what? He's a good guy to, if you do watch maps, you know what? You're right, actually. He's a good guy to emulate if yes. you're, or, or just to, to perceive and to look at. Now, that is all obviously very manipulated by the producers and things. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that kind of guy at the party that with, probably has a moustache or like I love a, a, a funny mustache, hat yes. and a baggy shirt. And he's just re- re- relaxed. That's the best yes, way to put it. Yes. And do you know what's so attractive about him is that type of guy at a party, when they're flirting with you or, or come and approach you, they're not being sleazy. They're like, yeah. you would not look at Brett and be like, he's sleazy and gross. Even if he wants to fuck you so bad, he's not going to have those sleazy vibes. And yeah, that's yeah. so attractive. And it's because I'm guessing within himself, he's probably not looking to get yeah. laid. He, he's he, just he might be. Chilling. He's just, I want to talk to you. I want to get to know yeah, you. Yeah. And genuine. when you go in with that mentality, I hate that. That's the one thing that was pissing me off so much about maths. They were all like, I want someone genuine, genuine, genuine. Everyone wants someone yeah, genuine. Exactly. That's just Everyone the bare minimum. Genuine though. No, no one's one... going to be like, well, I'm not genuine. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a stupid thing to ask for. That's so true. You're on the wrong show then if you want. <laughs> I want someone genuine and authentic. Well, that, that's everyone. Like, what do you yes. talk? Everyone is being their genuine selves at yeah. that moment. That's deep. That's true. Even if, they're, even if they're a shit person, that is their genuine self. Exactly. Mm. So, what do you mean genuine? Wow, that's yeah. <laughs> like I love genuine that. leather means real leather, not fake leather. So I mean, how does that correspond to? And you know, fake someone... leather is better, all right? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's cheaper, and that's the reason you should buy it. Um, anyway, that was just a, a sidetrack there. That's a good point. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, I think uh, always working on yourself. Uh, I think it helps to have a good Instagram as well. Yeah, you got to have social media. But I'm yeah. going to assume that you're married. Yeah, right. There <laughs> you go. Have yeah. a good social media because, again, I'm, I can't really – because my whole career is on Instagram, it yeah. does just help if I'm then, you know, messaging a girl and, and she's Ooh, like, oh, he's got wait, a tick and he's – You're going to hate this one. So, like, I can't really Do you know what give girls, that as advice. G- but- girls keep looking at now, and this is in all my girl chats, so I love this as well. Yes. So is all the girls are looking at men's followers who they follow on Instagram 
And if they go through your followers, and of course you're going to follow like, you know, a few hotties here and there, like models, I don't know. Yeah, but if it's all... If it's like over 50%, or maybe even over, I would say for, for me, it's like over like 10%. Um, but for if it's a majority or a significant amount, you're just following like naked babes or big booty bitches or whatever, this is such a turn off, honestly. Yeah, I didn't think of that, but that's fair. It is fair. such a turn off. That's fair. Yeah, that All was right. the first thing Gotta I looked at when, when I yeah when I matched with my boyfriend, I looked at his followers and he looked at, he was following like some animal pages um like pages like um for gardens and then a few friends and that was it and i was like yep sign me up this guy's so sweet man <laughs> he's so wholesome isn't he is some dark side is gonna come out in 10 years he is <laughs> he's got, yeah we're like obsessed with horror so i'm sure i'll end up go. like in a ditch or something no just kidding he's, guy, he's, he's dug some bodies he's uh you know what's funny is that he i think I, you know i was telling you once that his family's like incredibly um also gentle and shy and quiet yeah and that you know going to family dinners they were very minimal and and just so quiet chill people. but i went over the other week and then adrian was like mom have you still got my knife collection and i was like what the fuck yeah here you go yeah and so here she pulls out this plastic bag though of fucking knives and there's like 30 in there they're all these like really fancy knives like you know like cooking knives no like 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 fucking weapon knives then she's like this is from world war one and whatever and then and then his brother's like oh let me get out mine his little brother so his brother goes into his room gets out his knives and then his and his stepdad gets his knives out and his mom's like oh well i may as well get my knives out and his mom's got a collection of his whole family Family was collecting knives, so I was like, "Fuck!" I found the interesting. <laughs> Be an interesting family. Re- re- don't want to get on their bad side. Jesus, his mom had like <laughs> credit cards that are also knives that you can pull. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me heaps. It was cute. It wasn't it's cute. Cool. It was weird, but funny. So does he know how to use the knives? I don't know. I'm afraid to ask. Nah, but um, that's that's like a he'll, be, he'll survive if he goes to jail. Those were like <laughs> family heirlooms. Like <laughs> yeah, okay. So it all came down from the French people. Yeah, apparently. Well, but it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> funny and weird. There you go. Have a, a knife collection. Side. That's a little quirk. <laughs> Yeah, that reminds me of, um, I was going on a few dates with a girl uh, kind of mid-last year, I think. Mm. And then um, she heard the podcast we did about non-monogamy or something. And then she was like, no, I don't want to see you. And then she was like, "Um, oh, I looked at who you follow on Instagram and you just follow a bunch of bimbos or something, fake bimbos. And I was like, well, first of all, hang on a minute. Some of them are my friends. Like, give me a break. so funny. She's going to be listening to me right now being like, yes, tell us this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And, well, let's just say, like, you know, she uh, took me on a pretty wild night anyway. It's not as though she was this, like, you know, conservative (laughs) Virgin Yeah, Virgin Mary. Mary. <laughs> Definitely not. But um no, yeah, there you go. I might have to update who I follow. Yeah, definitely, definitely do that. It's just one of those small things that can make you look so much better, I think. So mm. even if you don't have lots of things on your Instagram, at least have people following you so that you can say, Okay, like this is his genuine profile, his mates clearly following him. Or whatever. Yeah. So, um, and also one more really um, 
important one when you when you're having this get into this banter conversation or it's deep and meaningful get into like I reckon at least 30 minutes of good chat with someone in your initial conversation hopefully and then two tricks after you've had this conversation or you've kind of developed this rapport then lock in a date and don't make it more than five days away like get it in ASAP if possible and also another like this is kind of a trick but if you're messaging late at night and you know she's going to go to bed soon and she's like making conversation it's 11 o'clock or something and she's like oh and blah 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 what are you up to this weekend or something or what do you like what's your favorite food answer it the next day so that you can keep a conversation going the following day rather than saying good night and ending the conversation and then not knowing how to start the conversation the following day or a couple of days later mm. so leave the conversation kind of midway and they'll be like oh sorry i fell asleep my favorite food is pasta by the way yeah keep it hanging yeah yeah that's mm. a, that does work let's be honest um that's but funny. again it's not it's also can just be a byproduct of someone who's got a wholesome busy life and yeah. then you can't be messaging for f- three hours every night yeah. so then you just have to spend your 20 minutes messaging and then come back to it tomorrow the next yeah. day and be like oh hey like yeah maybe sorry that i couldn't keep messaging or just continue on the conversation yeah so yeah with a lot of these it's not always about just um what you can do to become more attractive it's about looking at your life uh from a bigger picture yeah and, and not starting can... the conversation with hey <laughs> yeah <don't laughs> that's do that. especially for women as well <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's the worst don't do that um yeah my conversation i've talked before about my conversation starters eliza didn't like them but look mm-hmm. i'll find a, i'll be like hey that's a nice that's a nice bikini. Can I borrow it? <laughs> God. <laughs> just, no, all, they almost always are like, oh, yeah, sure, it'll look good on you. Cute. Because right. so, I'm like setting up, all right, I'm just, it's just, again, it's fun banter. Yeah. Well, what else am I going to say? I well, want what you do to you do? How's your week been? Make an account where shit. you're not you and see how these things work. Oh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't go well at all. But remember that time that I was like, I've got the best pickup line, not a pickup line, but conversation oh, starter. Yeah, I never tried that. And then someone messaged you and was like, I tried this. And what did she say to him? It was the, co- the pickup line or wasn't pickup line. The conversation starter was like um, something about you basically giving options for your first day yeah. where you're like, A, I take you for a drink. B, we go and get a coffee on a Sunday morning walk, see whatever, come over for Netflix and chill. So you can kind of gauge your interest at the same time, giving her options, blah, 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 see what she's interested. And then some poor guy tried it and was like, what did she, she responded something so brutal, like this was cringe or like <laughs> think of a better starter conversation it didn't work. starter. Yeah, it didn't so it didn't work. work. But a lot of my mates well, have told me it does work. Yeah, well, you and your mates so, are weird. Yeah. <laughs> True, true, true. These are my male mates. They've said good things about that. But I always like to start a conversation with something so fucking outrageous and weird. That's always been my kind of technique. So I just, you know, you're going to go either you're going to gauge if they've got a sense of humor and can vibe with you or you're going to gauge if they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Piss off kind of thing. So when I was at my mate's house the other day, I was on her Tinder again and I sent all these men. I wasn't on Tinder. I was on um, Hinge. And I sent all these guys like funny like 
messages based on what was on their profile and every single one of them reply and she was like holy shit like I can't believe how much this worked but when I was sending them she was like no this is so inappropriate that's so weird Eliza don't do it and I was like just wait Annie sit back and wait and then yeah I think if you're if you're a straight girl the more the I guess zany and interesting and flirtatious you can be the better it will work um and I think if you're a guy, again, you also got to read the way she's responding to you. Yes. Like if she's coming out, like I've come out with vanilla lines and then she'll say like, oh, when did you choke me or something like that? And then yeah. it's like, all right, here we go. We're yes. on. And then you got to try to match the vibe, match the vibe and mm. sometimes even escalate a little bit. I love your little finger movement. That's <laughs> so <laughs> creepy. Match the vibe. Oh my God. And then escalate a little bit. <laughs> Um, yep, that's the siren coming to pick me up right now. <laughs> Take uh, him to jail. But um, I was just going to say, like, real briefly before we uh, wrap this one up, I've been so uh, – I've been just reading and obsessing over social psychology at the moment. Hmm. And the way that someone feels about a person or the way they've been to- told to feel about a person will just influence the way they interpret various actions. So I'm sure yes. that still applies – on social media as it would apply in a club so if someone is already attracted to you they know you they like you Mm. they're more likely to perceive your uh actions as you know uh, funny or like interesting engaging Mm -hmm. flirtatious whereas if they're turned off by you immediately then you come across as creepy sleazy exactly and there's quite a fight this is a common and it's fair when guys do get a bit annoyed when oh a super good looking guy can do something and he comes across as uh, assertive and confident mm. and sexy, whereas when a less attractive guy it's does sexual it, assault. Oh, it's creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and and that's yeah. you know it's it's, it's double standard. I'm not yeah. trying to be like, well, men are the victim or anything, but that just it's kind of sucks yeah. <laughs> when when we see that happening with our own eyes. So, but the, again, the, what you can do as a as a man is try to be that guy that is going to be as a as, as attractive as you possibly can be you know we've all been given certain genetics and certain um uh, social abilities and things and there's a limit to what everyone can do but you can work on that and then the the better your life is presented on social media and on instagram Mm -hmm. and the better you then come across in conversations the more likely she's then it's then a positive feedback where she's then even Mm -hmm. more likely to be interested because you're going to come across, first of all, there's going to be a lot more initial attraction. Then you're going to come across, your actions are going to be interpreted positively, whereas in other circumstances, they could have been interpreted negatively. And if you're listening to this and your thought process is, yeah, that's fucking easy for you to say or or, that's fucking easy for anyone that's good looking or this and that to say, that is a poor mindset to have that's going to be the ruin of you, mate. You know, everyone's dealt with a certain set of cards. Some of them are great. Some of them are shit, but you got to play with what you got, you know. Deal with it. Yeah, all that incel stuff. Dude, I'm what, 5'7", I've got tiny wrists, and I'm brown. (laughs) So, you know. (laughs) Tiny wrists. That's the big thing with incels. They're like, oh, guys with big, it's like women look at wrist size. Huh. They won't admit it, but they look at the wrist size of the guy and, and that and that and the jawline. Well, that, yeah, we know that. But then the wrist size will determine how, uh, you know, how masculine. Yeah, I've never looked at a wrist. I definitely don't care about the jaw, but I do like nice fingers. 
<laughs> nice finger. Well, like round fingers. <laughs> what other what you, as opposed to square fingers? No, as opposed to like pointy, like pi- piano fingers. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Where they're t- too dainty. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but my friend loves like those beautiful, delicate hands. She finds them so attractive. I love, you know, Adrian's um, got like cuts and dirt. He's a landscape all over his hands. I love that. But yeah, the tradie hands. Yeah, nice. tradie hands. Yeah. yeah. Different different strokes for different folks. Yes, Lit- quite literally, it feels different. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> edit that out. Well, uh, no, we're not editing that. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> um, and I think we can. Is there anything else? I guess we need to. Yeah, just just um on your last point quickly when you said, you know, you can people will interpret your messages and your approaches in the way that they interpret people in in general based on how they've been raised or their life experiences. So, for example, Mm. if you've been raised thinking that, you know, we'll get into this in our next podcast, but, like, if you have daddy issues and you think men are trash, men are sleazy, or if you've been, you know, assaulted and you're going to think all men only want one thing, almost until that person resolves that trauma or that heals from that, Everything you do, they're going to perceive as creepy, gross, like obsessive uh, or whatever. They can be like, you're so clingy even when you message them once a week because that's their own life experiences. So don't, unless this is the love of your life and you're in a relationship, don't try to work with that. You know, sometimes those things are better left to lie until that person can resolve that for themselves. And then don't create your own narrative yeah. Where you think, oh, all girls just want a bad guy and yeah. hate nice guys. And then you'll only ever look for that evidence. Yeah. And you'll get a confirmation bias from exactly. that. Exactly. So you've got to go into it. It's Half the battle is mental, right? So even if you are the not traditionally attractive, right, I would recommend sitting down and doing some personal affirmations. This is what I did. No, yes, it, 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 seriously. It really, like, I am confident. I am yes. beautiful. It just sounds super cringe, but you gotta I'm do attractive. It. I am handsome. Women love me. Like, just say that to yourself every day, and then you'll be surprised in three months. Exactly. It seems stupid. It seems really stupid and yeah. cringe and ridiculous. But look, the human mind is not a rational. Yeah. We're not robots. And if you keep feeding your subconscious yeah. these messages, you will then see the results. It this will is manifest literal into a reality. science as yeah. well. Like, it's, it's factually yeah. correct. And you're going to listen to this and you're going to eye roll because we always say it. But. Think of it as you have been hearing this from the media, from Instagram, fucking TikTok, from Neil and I constantly about these affirmations. This is your sign to actually start doing this shit. And then Just, in in 60 days, thank us. What's the You're worst? Welcome. Okay, what's the worst I could have? Honestly, yeah. play, there's things on YouTube where it's like, you know, attractive male affirmations while you sleep. Just, while you sleep. Yeah, no, no, yeah. seriously, just play it while you sleep. I'm not joking. I actually did that the other day. I didn't listen to attractive male affirmations, but I listened to, have you ever, it's like a trend at the moment and I did kind of fall into this trend, but it was like a guided meditation to meet your your spirit guide. And I fell asleep during, because I did the long one for an hour. I fell asleep during it, but I had some fucking wacky and cool dreams about spirit guides and shit. So well, there you go. Who knows what's kind of what's is whatever is being said out there is also being stored in your subconscious. It is. But actively listening to it, don't just do it while you sleep. It's got to be something that you're consciously kind of trying to really cement into yourself. Mm, I'd say do it in the morning and then do it at night. 
and then you can even write things down. It it just do it. Just try it. I know yeah. you'll roll your your your. I would have three four years ago, roll my eyes hearing things like this, but. Try. What's the worst I could have? Because if mm-hmm. you're in this mentality that oh, I can't get, I it's hard for me to get girls. I struggle. You've internalized that, so then you're going to just continually look for evidence that reaffirms that yeah. belief. You're not rationally wherever you will. It's confirmation bias. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So then you need to feed a different narrative into your subconscious. Yeah. So yeah. you need to just even if because the world is giving you evidence saying you know you're unattractive, you're getting rejected all the time, mm-hmm. you're useless, you're not a high value. Mm-hmm. man or woman so you need to offset that you need to counterbalance that by giving yourself a different narrative exactly and as humans we are always naturally programmed to lean much to- more towards a negative bias so we're always going to be more inclined to think the negative before the positive but you know the more you do something the more it cements in you and it more becomes like you know neural neural changes are being made so Keep at it, even when it feels unnatural. Just push through it. Just do it. Really? That's I how CEOs that's biggest, become CEOs. Yes, it's the biggest yeah. advice I can really give anyone. And you just got it for free. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, thank you for listening. Hopefully that helped you. Oh, perfect this time for sign. her to jump up. Um, <laughs> Shorty's come to say goodbye. Uh, check out check out manscaped.com. Link's in the comments and the description. Um, you can also... Uh, subscribe and follow us if you haven't already. Uh, check out Eliza on Instagram. Got my Sydney show. We'll see you next time, guys. See you next time.